It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted to be your one-stop shop for common sense conservatism, delivered to you as an open, honest mom. It's what we do here. It's not complicated. Looking at the world through the right lenses. Today's going to be a big day. Today is going to be a big day. Is Hunter Biden going to show up? I'm going to go with hell no. Will the House vote on the impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. I'm thinking yes. I think that happens today. I think it's going to proceed. And I think Joe Biden and company, Democrat, uniparty, swamp machine, knows that its days are numbered. And that means one thing to us. That means that in the next 11 months, this administration is going to do everything they can to make your life a living disaster. And they've already done so. We've got elements of it, little teaser beezers for you coming up in the show. Lots of audio sound bites, some interesting poll numbers that I think we like to give you a, the, the, the peer into, because I think it's obvious. They know Donald Trump's going all the way. They're scared to death. And now they're all about damage control. And can they set up enough smoke screens to throw you off the scent? I don't think so. We're going to go there. So much more. Welcome home, everybody. Delighted to be with you. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. You know, it used to be that life was this real, important, precious, protected thing. It went unspoken. Children were always protected. Our greatest generation, older folks in our lives, we cared for. They were the living embodiment of our legacy, after all. We cared. It didn't have to be said. You knew in prison there was one thing all of the people inside who were committing, or at least accused of committing crimes, could agree on was that a pedophile is the worst kind of individual. And then if that was your crime... It was going to be a difficult time for you behind bars if you made it out. But we've become very cavalier about life. We don't cover with any kind of honesty all these people who are dying suddenly. Celebrities, quote unquote, stars, 
actors, athletes, all over the place. We're not supposed to talk about that. And I really noticed it during COVID when the numbers started coming in from nursing homes. And we heard an administration of of Dr. Fauci trying to tell us, well, we knew it was going to be rough on the, the older folks. And boy, boy, but no. They just swept them under the rug as well. The prevalence of this discussion about abortion as though that should be the thing that moves the needle for us in America. But it's the people who are dark and dirty and the collateral damage that happens to through no fault of their own fall into their crosshairs that has me angry today. The more I see of the January 6th video, the angrier I become about what is clearly a setup. People lured into that building that day. There was nobody saying don't come in. They opened the doors. They moved apart the, the barriers. They told them where to go. And now we have people who are wasting away others who've committed suicide all because of a desperate cover-up game that you and I know was the election of 2020. So when I'm thumbing through the articles this morning and I stumble upon this headline about another piece of collateral damage, another person who just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time or something weird happened to this person, but it's not weird. The coverage of it. How law law enforcement responded to it. The people involved behind it. Very suspect. And the story is quite specifically that mystery of Tafari Campbell. The 43-year-old father of two who was not just the personal chef of George W. Bush. Who owned a restaurant who was then hired by Barack Obama to be his chef. And then went along with Barack and Michelle and their kids and became their personal chef on Martha's Vineyard. Now, everything about this story has been terrible. It's reeked like the day is long. How does a grown man who knows how to swim in relatively shallow water just mysteriously fall off of his paddleboard and drown? And the medical examiner finds no condition that would have caused him to to do this. It's so weird. And why was he naked? Well, I got to tell you something, folks. It takes digging to get the real story here. And apparently, Judicial Watch, which we have highlighted on this program multiple times, has done just that. And the news today is something you're not going to get anywhere. Did you know that the Secret Service boats that were docked at Martha's Vineyard at the Obama's property... Secret Service to protect ostensibly the former president and his family. Those Secret Service boats were apparently inoperable. This is sort of similar to the machines, the the video cameras outside Jeffrey Epstein's cell. Ah, they malfunctioned. Something happened. The guards, they were both asleep. It's so weird how these coincidences keep stacking up. Well, newly released documents reveal a whole lot of mysteries and unanswered questions about what happened to this 43-year-old chef. What was he doing? Who was he having sex with? Barack, Michelle, the kids? What was going on? What did he know? Why was he silenced? And then why are all of the logs 
about the 911 calls, all of this stuff, such a mystery. Beyond that, why did the former president himself come down to the beach, stop all of the investigating so he could interview witnesses himself? That came out. What? What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Seems like there are a lot of people in this country who are running scared right now. And these seemingly unconnected, obscure happenings pop up. Well, I wanted to read a few things to you. So according to witness accounts, this dude was not wearing a life jacket, wasn't even wearing clothing. These Secret Service boats, which are supposed to be there in the event of an emergency, for some reason were unable to be started. And then the logs from the 911 call, it's very clear how it shows 911 calls in the emergency service center. Shows all of the calls that particular day. Minute by minute by minute. The reason and the location of where the call came from. It's so curious that the call accordingly to this log didn't come from the beach right outside the Obama's private residence. It came from two miles away at a place called Wilson's Landing. And the reason for said emergency call is left blank. Just that emergency call, just the call of a man down missing in the water who happened to be part of the Obama, I guess, employ. Other incidents on the 911 log say boat incident, prop check, medical emergency, Motor vehicle erratic operation. Nothing for the drowning, allegedly, of Tafari Campbell. Now, look, you don't have to be a sleuth. I don't need Scooby and Shaggy to help me sniff out some of these ideas. It stinks. It stinks. All of it stinks. Every single damn thing that we are told. And these people are so, I'm not just talking about the Obamas. I'm talking about the untouchables, members of Congress, members of the media, the globalists, all these hacks who think that they have the ability to break the law, to commit heinous crimes, to steal, to trample the Constitution, To even take your life, should you happen to fall in the wind of their sock. And they're used to getting away with it. Hunter Biden knows there's likely no chance he's going to go to prison. And the best we can hope for with Joe because of the machinations and how deep the sock goes is for his name to forever go down into the world book encyclopedia as being disgraced, corrupt, bribed, a felon. It is this cavalier indifference, however, in the media, which is the most insulting to me. The people who are supposed to ask the questions and connect the dots and sniff out the stories and tell the truth. How long haven't they? And that is why we must. Quick time out when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program. Let's talk about this. The House voting today, what it means, what it doesn't mean, but the treasure trove of evidence that blows the left's 
there's no evidence claim out of the water. You're tuned into the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Back in a moment. It's so dumb, too, because everything is connected. Everything is based on bribery and blackmail. Every story that comes out is some tragic, oh, can you believe, what a bummer. Can you believe that happened? That is such a weird accident. Can you believe that representative got involved in a, in a fatal, fatal car crash? That is so, I mean, good grief. How awful. Or those people who just randomly disappear and we know, oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, and literally, they think that you're stupid and that you don't say, huh, so odd. I must live the most boring life, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't have debris all over me. These people do. Does it come to an end starting today? Because this is it. This is the vote that gets the subpoena power moving. So this is not we're not impeaching Joe Biden. In fact, one could make an argument for not. And, and I could make a very strong argument for not. I think that we have 11 months until he's done is actually to our benefit. But the guy isn't isn't responding to subpoenas. The White House is giving everybody the Heisman. We're above the law. If your president allegedly believes that he or she is above the law, how is anybody else supposed to operate within the parameters allegedly of it? You can't. Don't say you're transparent, Joe. Day number one, he said this is going to be the most open and honest administration in in history. Failure. Failure to deliver. Mike Johnson now says, new speaker, evidence against Biden cannot be ignored. We are pursuing an impeachment inquiry. Impeachment, obviously, among the most solemn constitutional authorities the U.S. Congress holds particularly when it comes to a president. We saw it being bastardized, trampled, molested during Donald Trump. It's a very dangerous precedent, they set. Very dangerous. As a constitutional lawyer and former member of the House Judiciary Committee, by the way, this is Mike Johnson writing this opinion piece in yesterday's USA Today. I have encouraged my colleagues to carefully consider the gravity of impeachment proceedings and the facts surrounding the current investigation into President Joe Biden's conduct. This week, the House will vote to take the next critical step by formalizing our impeachment inquiry into President Biden. The Oversight Judiciary Judiciary and Ways and Means Committee will continue investigating the role of the president in promoting the alleged Influence peddling schemes of his family and his associates, the orchestration of which reaped millions of dollars in payments from America's foreign adversaries. Does it sometimes just baffle you that the left isn't outraged by even a whisper of these allegations? Because I'm not going to tell you they'd pile on Trump. I would say I would pile on Trump. If there was any shred of evidence that he was as filthy and corrupt and compromised as Joe Biden and his nine other family members, we wouldn't need Congress to act. It's wholly unacceptable. This is the biggest story in the world. And how have they treated this? The media? There's no evidence. We have three minutes. A mashup of three minutes of these clowns 
lying to you. Do you not agree with me that when you put your hand on the Holy Bible and you put your other hand up and you swear to tell the truth, that that not be a lie? There is no degree to which these people will not turn or degrade themselves to continue this farce. This impeachment inquiry is the only step. Johnson continues, the committees also will look further investigating statements made by the president concerning his knowledge and his involvement in those schemes and his role the administration might have played in covering up alleged wrongdoing. I hate that we have to use all of these stupid words. Alleged. Reportedly. But this is what we do when you live in a constitutional republic that we decide is based on fact. Not made up garbage, not lies, fact. The facts show us that there's no explaining away this infusion of tens of millions of dollars. There's no way to explain what these people were doing, why they received all of these lavish riches, the cars, the diamond, all of it. It's not dissimilar to Bob Menendez. How is it okay that somebody who serves this country, whether it be a senator, whether it be a tax collector, whether it's the dog catcher or the president of the United States. When is enough enough? Enough. It is so insulting. And they scratch their heads. They don't understand. Well, it seems like Donald Trump is getting a lot of votes he didn't have before. People who didn't vote in 2020 are going to vote. They felt disenchanted, disenfranchised in 2020. Now they've got something to vote for. The idea that this isn't the new normal, the idea that this new liberal world order isn't actually here, that its tentacles haven't dug in and set roots in our country, that there's a way out, that there's a reckoning, that there is a God of even and that justice can be served. Because I don't know, I don't know about you. That's not the world we've been living in. I hope the House does the right thing. It'll fall on a party line vote, and that is a disgrace for every single member who votes against the inquiry into this impeachment process. If the quote-unquote most transparent administration in history is unwilling to cooperate, what other course do we have? Joe Biden knows he's going down. The left knows he's going down, and they're doing everything they can to push this to the limit. Game over. When we come back, the evidence laid out in a blistering House Oversight Twitter thread. There's no denying it, friends. Gotta hear it. Next. You know, it's so frustrating. We have all these witch hunts going after Donald Trump. All of these things he tried to overturn an election. Of course he didn't. We know he didn't. There were anomalies, lots of them. He dared to say, what the hell's going on? They used that as an opportunity to try to smear him, try to make him ineligible, unwanted, unsavory, all these things, smoke screens to cover up for Joe Biden's criminality. My thoughts. Did you know that Instagram and TikTok 
took multiple videos of ours last week of this very show off of their platforms saying that I violated their community standards. What did I talk about? I used audio sound bites from media reports detailing Biden family nonsense. And apparently Meta does not like it when I do that. Freedom of speech, my butt. That's not the world in which we live, ladies and gentlemen. They cannot afford you to have access to opposing viewpoints. What else is Donald Trump accused of doing? Inflating the value of his business. Really, at least he has a business. Joe Biden has no business. He has a name, a brand, and they sold it. What did all these countries get? That's the greatest question of all. So even though we know all of these factual things about Joe Biden, about all of the details that have come out as the House has been digging in, Joe Biden and company can make up wild claims, drag Donald Trump and company through the mud, through the courts, in an effort to do one thing, and that is to destroy Joe Biden's top political rival. Didn't Donald Trump get impeached for that the first time? Oh, that's right. Just so we're all on the same page. So for the last 10 months, 11 months, House Republicans have been putting together the case. It has to be airtight. And the more they've dug and the more they've uncovered and the more whistleblowers have come forward, the greater the case, the more irrefutable, the more ironclad, airtight it is. And they know that. Jamie Comer puts out yesterday a brutal thread to remind all of us in advance of today's alleged vote to open an inquiry into the impeachment of Joe Biden. Look, folks, this is what we've got. This is what we've discovered. These are the people who've come forward. And though your mainstream media have not covered these hearings, have not covered these developments, will not talk about things like FD-1023s, suspicious activity reports, or shell companies, we will. Because we've got the goods. And they know we've got the goods. And here they are. Great article. Redstate.com as House Oversight decimates Biden defenses in just a brutal thread. That lays out all of the evidence on Joe Biden. Democrats know he's going to be facing this impeachment inquiry. They know that his time of waffling, of refusing to cooperate, of stonewalling and ignoring subpoenas. The time is ending. Let's go through 20 shell companies. Created by the Biden family, most of which were created when Joe Biden was vice president. You know some of these names. Lion Hall Group, Rosemont Seneca, Owasco, Robinson Walker, Skaneedles, Seneca Global Advisors, Rosemont Seneca Partners. It goes on and on. Those were seven. There have been 20. The committee said the Bidens and their associates raked in over $24 million dollars. From China and Russia and Ukraine, Kazakhstan and Romania. Between 2015 and 2019, they showed Joe Biden was the brand being sold. According to the testimony from Devin Archer. 
And we have the testimony right before us. When you say Biden family, sorry to cut in here. I just want to get a clarification. You aren't talking about Dr. Jill or anybody else. You're talking about Joe Biden. Is that fair to say? Devin Archer. Yes, that's fair to say. Biden is the brand. They laid out Joe's involvement on the phone at dinners and coffee with a Chinese associate. And worse than that, over 20 times, he dined with foreign oligarchs. A Burisma executive had coffee with the sons, with his son's Chinese associate. This is all while he was VP, of course. Photographic evidence. No, no, no. Those pictures, by the way, were also influence for the business associates so they could turn around and use those photos to promote their own importance. Of course, there was the alleged bribery form involving Joe Biden that they had to threaten the FBI director with contempt to get to see. And it alleges that then VP Biden was involved in a $5 million bribery and extortion scheme with a Burisma executive. We know that there are recordings, audio recordings, 20 of them, at least a couple with Joe Biden on the line. Then, of course, there were the two wires totaling $250,000 from China that had Joe Biden's address listed as the beneficiary. There were also payments directly to Joe Biden, including a $200,000 check funded by the Biden's influence peddling schemes. Then there was another 40 grand written right to Joe, 10% for the big guy. That's what it was. How about that 2018 bank email showing that the brand, or rather, showing that they had serious concerns about the China money that Hunter was receiving, $40,000 of which went to Joe Biden. How about documents from the whistleblowers showing Biden attended CEFC meetings? Do you guys know about that? I didn't know about that. Wait a minute. Joe Biden didn't just speak to his son about his overseas business dealings. He attended meetings with the communist Chinese? Does anybody have a problem with that? Shh. That kind of information could get you Tafari Campbell. But wait. Didn't they tell us he knew nothing about his son's business? There was no money from China? Now he went to meetings with a Chinese company? That's a huge problem here, ladies and gentlemen. Even beyond any influence peddling and potential compromise. It is Joe lying again and again to the American people. He also got direct monthly payments from Hunter's Business, Owasco, PC. Kind of a problem when you're trying to deny a business connection. He used pseudonyms, emails thousands of times to communicate with his son, his brother, and their business associates. We know this based on whistleblower testimony. That is sworn under oath testimony with corroborating evidence. Now, what are they going to do with that, friends? Are they going to lose that the same way that the January 6th committee has just erased all of the logs? Wait, we, we, we don't have any of the videos. We have no proof of any of these interrogations, if you will, from our committee hearings for which you and I paid, what, $10 million? It's gone. Sort of like that blank 
in the 911 emergency log for Martha's Vineyard the night that Barack Obama's personal chef happened to drown paddleboarding. It's all so damn convenient and so horrendously unbelievable. What else is unbelievable? How George Floyd really died? What really happened to Jeffrey Epstein? What's really happened to dozens of associates who were once, quote unquote, friends in the inner circle of the Clintons? What else? What about war? How many people have died because of these ridiculous wars? Because people are greedy and they want money and they want power. This is where I'm going with this overall monologue of mine. Where is that that sanctity of life? Where is that sacred respect to do whatever we can to protect, to live as long and as well as we can? We do this at the very beginning, at conception. Every mom does this. You watch what you eat. You don't take risks. Towards the end, you, you baby-proof your old home. You get monitors to make sure your baby who's newly born is breathing. You, you safety everything. You hold their hand. You monitor every move. Now, all of a sudden, we're told life really isn't all that important. Because if you get in the way, yours doesn't matter. I reject that. That is not the new normal I want to live with. I shouldn't be taken down for telling the truth or presenting facts from other people's viewpoints because doing so unravels the prevailing narrative that everybody knows is a lie. It has been a lie for years. The only question, how much have they lied about? How far back? How deep do we need to go? How many pages do we need to turn back? And when does it end? When does it end? So that when you wake up in the morning to go do your job so you can pay your taxes and feed your family and squirrel away enough, hopefully for a summer vacation somewhere, that what you're doing that normalcy returns to the core of this country. Look, stories are coming out now. It's not just about the Bidens. It's not just about how corrupt Congress is. It's not just about the bribery blackmailing scheme. It's about human trafficking. It's about children. It's about COVID. All of that is beginning to unravel. The threads are out. And people in different countries are pulling them. And by golly, we've got to be pulling them too. And if that means that what I say on this program is objectionable to Mark Zuckerberg, he can suck it. Because we know what you did, Mark, 
in 2020 with your hundreds of millions of dollars for those crap ballot drop boxes. And we blame you the way we blame Klaus Schwab, the way we blame George Soros, the way we blame Barack Obama and all of the other corrupt minions of suck. Bill Gates, all of you. And if Joe Biden and his crime family are just the first domino, let's go. I'm ready to play. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio program, Harvard, are they able to actually admit that they made an affirmative action error? Are they are they able to do that? They are not. They're not, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to tell you what, what they're doing with Claudine Gay. Is it a surprise? Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So did you get, you get this headline today? The Hindustan Times. I've, I've never heard of the Hindustan Times. Is that how you pronounce it? Hindustan Times? I don't know. Joe Biden feels guilty for Hunter's legal challenges. Report. Wow. I'm so glad they're covering this in whatever Hindu area is covering this. <laughs> this, is, this is your emotional... Oh, he's just a dad. He feels, I feel guilty. Well, you should because you ensnarled your kids into a life of suck, perpetuated by your lackey wife, who's desperate for her PhD. Pay attention to me. I'm Dr. Jill. You know, my husband is a medical doctor. You know what he does not do? Get, get ruffled when people don't call him Dr. O'Toole. Get over yourself. U.S. President Joe Biden's private feelings on Hunter Biden's legal issues emerge in reports. It's very mysterious. Indicating a sense of guilt over his son's challenges. He's confided, apparently, in close associates, expressing a sense of guilt regarding Hunter Biden's legal challenges. Dude, I wouldn't worry about your son. I'd be worrying about your own hide. He believes his son might not be facing federal indictments if he hadn't run for office in 2020. You know what he wouldn't be facing indictments for? If you weren't a dirtbag! If you didn't run a family business of suck! If you didn't sell out America to the top bidder so you could live a caviar lifestyle with a mental mediocre mental brain. Mediocre at best, you klutz. Nice try, Hindustan Times. We're not picking up the bait. <laughs> Harvard University, if we're talking about suck, quote, we unanimously stand in support of Claudine Gay after plagiarism charges and Israel debacle. So apparently, this Harvard corporation, which you need when you have billions of dollars in endowments and still charge, what, $80,000, $90,000 a year to go to your school? Sounds like a great investment. Do you think these people are able to say, you know what? Uh, we blew it. We went all in on this affirmative action box checking diversity, equity, and inclusion thing. We were dazzled that she was a chick who was black. Right? And she, she looked the part. We really wanted it to work. But we've been called out. No. They couldn't tell you the truth. They're going to say, we unanimously support this woman. Unanimous. I want you to consider that. Harvard President Claudine Gay is going to keep her position 
for now. Despite failing to tackle anti-Semitism on campus and despite failing to state that calling for the genocide of Jews would violate Harvard's code of conduct. Those right there are completely disqualifying statements. So you're going to lead an... um, you're going to lead a, a corporation, if you will, of higher education, this this big thing, right? But you're going to lie and cheat your way through your own education, and then you're openly going to not like Jewish people. Okay, fantastic. Let's go. Says nobody who's not bowing down to the woke altar. In the days since her disastrous testimony to Congress, Gay has tried to clean up her statements and has apologized. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was just confused. I, I, you know, it was like all that stuff going on. I couldn't focus. Like, oh, probably should have said a few things differently. Really? But as the Harvard Corporation, the governing body of the university, met for a scheduled gathering Monday, Gay received the support of the full executive committee of the Harvard Alumni Association. We can't. We, We can't admit that this woman is toxic, that she sets a very low bar for the young minds that we're trying to lure into our institution, because doing so would involve integrity, intellectual honesty, admitting that you suck. What is so hard? What is so hard about admitting it? There's something so freeing when you say the quiet part out loud. Yeah, I blew it. Yeah, you know what? We got fished into this and that was a bad hire. We apologize. Let's do it again. Bye-bye. There you go. Done. And then people might be like, wow. There is a college or a university out there that's got a modicum of integrity. Wow. Near unanimous support. The Harvard Corporation expressed concerns about allegations of plagiarism in the university president. Claudine Gay's academic work Tuesday morning. Blah, blah, blah. They knew about it. They were flagged about it months ago. In fact, over the summer. Yeah, we saw that she did these things, but, you know, she's a black woman. Like, she's untouchable, right? Really? Because if it was a white man, God forbid, one who went to church and he was straight, knives would be out. Knives would be out. Taken down immediately. This is where we are. Certain people can do whatever, no matter how dark, no matter how illegal, no matter how immoral, and they can get away with it. And if you even talk about it and say, this kind of makes me uncomfortable. I didn't sign up for this. Can we talk about it? You get deleted. You get jailed. You get muscled in the middle of the night by the feds. You get thrown away or worse. You get Tafari Campbell. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program on tap. Minutes away. What are we going to talk about? Why does 17% of black voters support Donald Trump? Easy. He doesn't suck. Next. Next.